Hey everybody, the second ever Trivia and Game Summit is this July 12th through the 14th. We have three days packed of Trivia and Games podcast shows like Pub Trivia Experience, Who Will Save Generation X, Hunting Nostalgia, The Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, TV Trivia Pod, Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast, Brain Ladle Trivia, and the Stuff I Never Knew Trivia Game Show Podcast, three days only, July 12th through the 14th, $15 gets you access to all three days, 12 hours of live podcasts and games that you can play along at home. Go to Triviasummit.live. That's Triviasummit.live. Get your tickets today. Support these independent DIY trivia podcasts, Triviasummit.live. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and I am your host tonight as we wind down my quadrant of the bracket. The field of 32 is being whittled down. My quadrant comes to an end tonight and we're going to find out which of these two are going to move on to the Sweet 16 in their quest to become the first ever PTE Hot Seat Trivia Champions. And uh, yeah, I'm expecting a really good game tonight because we have PTE regular, actually PTE co-host, my friend Mr. Jeff Gore, hey, taking, hey. taking on Carmela Smith from the Trivial Warfare Foreplay in the Oaks Media Group series of games and podcasts. Hello, everyone. This is going to be good. Let's start off in Palm Harbor, Florida. You heard his dulcet tones earlier. Jeff, my friend, how you doing? What are you drinking? Hey, Chris, doing good. Excited to... Uh to be a part of this tournament i think uh i am actually mixing it up a bit tonight as most around here know me as the bourbon guy i am actually drinking a beer tonight oh um i am drinking a citrus rescue which is a citrus ipa from new belgium um i was introduced to new belgium from the fat tire beer i don't know probably a decade ago when you couldn't even get any of this in Florida, I had to go to Georgia to buy it and bring it back. <laughs> I hope I'm out of the statute of limitations by now. But uh, you were like, this 17. is actually. You would have been, like been like 17. like 17 years old, dude. I had two kids by that point. Come on now. 19. I, uh, and yes, I was 19. OK, fine. Um, but uh, it's actually a collaboration with a, uh, a company called Imperfect Foods, which takes all of the other food that doesn't look good enough for the. Uh, the grocery store um but it's still perfectly fine and uses that so i think that's pretty cool that is very cool uh jeff i'm gonna join you outside of the bourbon train tonight you're gonna judge me you guys are both gonna judge me because my wife already judges me but i don't care these are delicious <laughs> they were buy one get one free at Publix. i've had them on here before but these are buy one get one free at Publix. it is the michelob ultra hard seltzers <laughs> Oh, this one here is the strawberry guava and you you you're both in florida you can attest it's freaking hot and this yeah. is hitting the spot right now absolutely chase your bliss just just do whatever you need to do <laughs> oh my lord it's been a day it's been a day carmela my friend first off very happy to have you back i'm happy to be here 
Uh, we're going to have fun, but how you doing, what you drinking, and tell us a little bit about your games over at Oaks Media. Sure. Hi, I'm Carmela, and tonight I am. I tend to stay on the darker end of beer. Uh, so tonight I have from Coppertail Brewing Company their Night Swim Porter, and I it is very beer. good. Um, so that's what I'm drinking tonight, and I think I'm going to have a fun time with it. So if um if we haven't met before, I am one of the hosts over at Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. We have just celebrated our seventh year on the air so we're old <laughs> i also host a puzzle show called foreplay it's a game of connections that comes out every friday and we are actually just about to wrap our ninth season over there so that's very exciting it is uh, i've been on trivial warfare a few times always a good time and it's actually uh it's one of the three podcasts that i have to listen to every week <laughs> it's it's not my Wednesday until I turn on Trivial Warfare. I have one on Monday, one on Wednesday, one on Friday. Trivial Warfare is my Wednesday. That's awesome. But we are here for some trivia. It's Jeff versus Carmela. Jeff, you are kicking us off via random draw. Can I go ahead and pop my drink first? Oh my gosh. So not I can't even see her. She's the voice from beyond. <laughs> Leah, babe, how are you doing and what are you drinking? Okay, guys, I'm just a scorekeeper today. No worries. Um, But I... I am drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper. There we go. I wanted to pop it a little bit because um, it's very late. I feel like it's like 2 a.m. Um, it's been a long day, but it's not actually 2 a.m. It's we're not, 9, we're 10 not, at night. Yeah, we're not we're not crazy people. Um, but it's past my bedtime, so I just need a little caffeine to get me going. So I'm drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Hopefully I won't screw up the counting involved in keeping score tonight. Well, you're here because I went to college and majored in finance and went and got an MBA. So God knows I can't do math. <laughs> well, we're moving into your pregame, ladies and gentlemen, and your pregame today is my favorite kind of game. Your pregame is a straightforward geography game. I hope you're good oh, at geography. Boy. We'll see. Oh, well, this one's actually pretty simple. It's 50-50. I'm going to give you the name of an African country, and you have to tell me, does this country border the Indian Ocean or the Atlantic Ocean? Pretty okay. simple and straightforward. Okay. East coast or west coast. Exactly. <laughs> Jeff, we're starting off with you. Pick a number one through ten. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and get kicked off with number one. Jeff, number one, your country is Angola. Angola. Angola, I'm going to say, is on the east coast. Uh, so are you saying Atlantic or Indian Ocean? Atlantic. So much wrong with that sentence. Atlantic would nope. be West Coast for, for Africa. There we go. East Coast for us, West Coast for Africa. It's going to be that night, kind of night, ladies and gentlemen. So, Jeff, so we're doing great friends. so far. <laughs> Jeff, Atlantic or Indian Ocean, which one do you want to go with? I said what I said. I, I uh, don't know what you said. <laughs> All of the above. Let's go Atlantic Ocean, please. Angola is on the Atlantic Ocean. Nicely done. <laughs> it is on the West Coast, north of South Africa. Carmela, you've got two through ten left. Let's go with number seven. Lucky number seven. We're looking for the Seychelles. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to say that that's on the... Indian Ocean. The Seychelles is on the Indian Ocean. Yes. Uh, around Madagascar. It's an island nation. Nicely done. 
Jeff, over to you. I would like number three, please, Chris. Jeff, number three is the Comoro Islands. Nope. Uh, Comoro Islands? Like I have any idea what that is. Uh, I'm going to flip a coin, and I'm going to go with Atlantic. Unfortunately, not the Comoro Islands over there near the Seychelles. It's in the Indian Ocean. Hmm. Carmela, back to you. Let's go with number 10. Number 10. Carmela, your country is Namibia. Namibia. Oh, gosh. I can. I know it's in the southern part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in the southern half of, of, of Africa. Um, I'm going to say that that is also Indian Ocean. Unfortunately not. Namibia is on the Atlantic portion. Namibia is actually in between... Angola and South Africa. Oh, okay. But it nope. is in the southern half it is. of Africa. Woo, I got that part right you at did. least. You <laughs> did. Jeff, back to you. We've already used one, three, seven, and ten. Yeah, let's go ahead and keep it odd. I'm going to go five. Jeff, your country is Mauritania. I mean, what? It's a country. Uh, Mauritania. Hmm. I can't even picture where this would be because I've never even heard that word before. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with my guns here and go Atlantic Ocean. It is on the Atlantic Ocean. It's up in the northwest portion of Africa. Nicely done. Carmela, we've got all all evens except for number nine left. Uh, Let's go with number two. Number two, Carmela, your country is Mozambique. Mozambique... Oh, it's near Namibia, kind of, um, I think. <laughs> it's, it's in that area. Maybe this one is the one that's on the Indian Ocean. I'm going to say Indian Ocean. It is on the Indian Ocean. <laughs> you, you, they're on kind of opposite sides. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, back to you. Like I said, I'm going to keep it odd. Let me get that nine. All right, country number nine. Jeff, your country is Gabon. Gabon. Um. This is going to bite me in the ass, but I actually think I might know that this is on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, Gabon is on the Atlantic Ocean. Nicely done. (laughs) Little country right there. Just uh, I think it's right around uh, uh, DRC, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Carmelo, we're back to you. You've got four, six and eight remaining. Let's go with four. Four. Carmelo, your country is Benin. Benin. Oh. Feel this is more north. Um, is this on the Atlantic? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Atlantic. Benin is on the Atlantic Ocean. Nicely done. It's up in that little part that uh. It actually faces uh, north-south. The south end of Benin is the Atlantic Ocean. Got it. Jeff, you got six or eight left. Uh, I'm going to go with six. All right, Jeff, your country is Tanzania. Tanzania. Oh, Tanzania. Uh, I think I'm going to go Indian Ocean. Tanzania is on the Indian Ocean. Nicely done. Nicely done. 
Carmela, your last one. Number eight is Cape Verde. Oh, um, is that to the left or right of South Africa? Um, I'm going to say that's on the Atlantic. It is. Cape Verde is on the Atlantic Ocean. It's a little island off the uh, islands set off the west coast of Africa. Nicely done. Leah, coming out of our pregame, what is our score? We have Jeff with four points and Carmela with four points. Ooh. It's literally anybody's game as we move in to the hot seat round. So, again, how the hot seat works is I've got 30 minutes on the clock. Your time will begin after I read your first question. We are starting with Jeff. We're going to go 30 straight minutes. I will tell you that if you're taking too long, the host does have the ability to force you to answer or force you to pass the turn along. After 30 minutes, we'll make sure we've got an even number of questions. But after 30 minutes, however many points you have or what you're going to have for the wager round at the end of the game, are we ready? <laughs> yep, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, my friend, here we go. Starting with you. Which rarely pure element is created by cooking the mineral known as cinnabar? Uh, can I get a reread of that real quick? Of course. Which rarely pure element is created by cooking the mineral known as cinnabar? C-I-N-N-A-B-A-R. Oh, God. I, I have no idea here. Uh, I'm going to go with carbon. Uh, unfortunately not. We're looking for mercury. All right, Carmela, which European language is the official language of Senegal? French. French is correct. Jeff, back to you. In which 90s sitcom do the main characters hang out and kvetch at a diner called Monks? 90s sitcom, a diner called Monks? Oh, I didn't watch sitcoms in the 90s. I barely watch sitcoms now. Um, 90s sitcom. I mean, the only thing I can think of is uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld is a correct answer. And also, All right. Now, if you're not watching Schitt's Creek, is there really a sitcom worth watching? No. <laughs> the answer is yeah. no. Carmela, over to you. Who was the star of the popular 80s crime drama Magnum P.I.? Uh, that's Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck or Senior Mustache is correct. <laughs> Jeff, back to you. In the late 1990s, a chihuahua named Gidget served as the spokesdog for what restaurant chain? I would like to lock in with Taco Bell, please. Yo quiero Taco Bell is correct. All right, Carmela, back to you. While on the job, which of these sports stars often uses a black finished model C-271 from Kentucky? Tom Brady, Alex Rodriguez, or Sidney Crosby? Uh, I'll, uh, no idea. I'll say Brady. Uh, no, C-271 is a model of Louisville Slugger. It's Alex oh, Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Banksy, a widely popular contemporary artist, is best known for what type of works? Um, I, I mean, I, street art, but I guess I would say graffiti. Graffiti or street art is what we're looking for. Nicely done. All right, Carmela. Someone who performs a handspring properly will finish by landing on what part of his or her body? Uh, their feet. Their feet is a correct answer. Jeff, which of these legendary sports figures was nicknamed Jolton Joe? 
Was it Joe Montana, Joe DiMaggio, or Joe Namath? I believe that was Joe DiMaggio. Joe, Joe DiMaggio. That is correct. All right. Carmella, former rapper Vanilla Ice, started a reality show that followed his new career doing what? Oh, uh, being a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, this, this is actually even weirder than that. He actually had a, his own reality show, Remodeling Homes. <laughs> Mr. Van Winkle, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Something right. He's still relevant 40 years later. (laughs) Jeff, over to you. What is the name of the radical democratic revolutionaries who began the reign of terror during the French Revolution in 1792? Oh, I wish this was my question. (laughs) No, see, I wish I I I got the last one. Jeez, can we switch? Uh... Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I have no idea. Like, I don't even. I could. I'm just gonna go with something I've heard before and say yellow vests. Unfortunately, not Carmella for no points. Do you want to tell him? Jacobites. That oh, is correct. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> French? Yep. Ah, oh, never mind. Outlander taught me nothing. <laughs> Carmella, back to you. Which virtual assistant was reintroduced in 2013 with the option for a male voice? Cortana. Uh, no, it's actually Siri. Oh, okay. Jeff, back to you. Which Pulitzer Prize winning novel by Robert Penn was made into a 2008 film, 2006 film, with Sean Penn as the corrupt governor? 2008, 2006? I still have no idea. I'm going Chicago guy. <laughs> Unfortunately not. The answer we're looking for is All the King's Men. Carmela, over to you. In E.B. White's classic children's novel, Charlotte's Web, what is the name of the gluttonous rat? Uh, Templeton. Templeton is a correct answer. Jeff, which of these things found in nature are not often classified as angiosperms? Sunflower, Spanish moss, or wheat? Um, I'm going to go Spanish moss. Spanish moss is a correct answer. Carmella, because it was built for him, the prominent White House balcony that was finished in 1948 overlooks the South Lawn and is known as what? Oh, God, who was president in 1848? Um, 1948. 1948. Okay. So I'm going to say that that is Truman. Truman or the Truman balcony is correct. Yes. Jeff, which of these movies was released the earliest? Footloose, The Karate Kid, or The Shining? Uh, ooh. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fortunately, you picked on the uh, one thing I'm not good at, which is movies. Um, I think this is probably wrong, but the thing that seems the oldest to me is The Shining. Uh, the Shining is actually four years older. Footloose and Karate ooh. Kid, both 84. The Shining, 1980. Okay. Carmela, the jerk method of preparing and cooking meat originated in what country? I'm going to say Jamaica. Jamaica is a correct answer. Jeff, the word vodka is derived from the what Russian word voda, which means what? Oh, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say potato? Uh, not a bad guess. Actually, it actually stands for water. Huh. Russian assuming- water. <laughs> <laughs> also makes sense. 
<laughs> As opposed to all that slow-moving water we're used to. <laughs> Carmela, back to you. A website that no longer exists will often prompt the phrase not found in what code number? Uh, 404. 404 is a correct answer. Jeff, name any two of the four coaches on the first season of The Voice. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go Blake Shelton and Adam Levine. Those are both correct answers, along with CeeLo Green and Christina Aguilera. Carmela, which of these golf terms comes from a Latin word meaning equality, par, stroke, or bogey? I'm going to say par. Par is a correct answer. Jeff, in which of these countries might you find might you find gauchos riding horses across lowlands called pampas? Peru, Bolivia, or Argentina? Oh. That made it harder. Um Read it one more time for me. Of course. By the way, the kiwi lime, not their best flavor. <laughs> In which of these countries might you find gauchos riding horses across lowlands called Pampas, Peru, Bolivia, or Argentina? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Peru here. Unfortunately not. Uh, Gauchos and Pampas are tied to South South Africa. We were looking for Argentina. Carmela, which of these fast food chains specializes in miniature hamburgers known as sliders? White Castle, Jack in the Box, or In and Out? That's definitely White Castle. A steamed hamburger. Why would anybody want that? <laughs> Jeff, over to you. In 1984, David Stern became the commissioner of what sports professional league? Uh, that's the NBA. NBA is a correct answer. Carmelo, which war did not take place in the 20th century? The Spanish American War, the French Algerian War, or World War I? I'll say the French-Algerian War. Uh, unfortunately, the Spanish-American War was in the 19th oh, century. I thought, I thought that was early 1900s. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to apologize to me. <laughs> I'm apologizing to myself, mostly like, ah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, over to you. Boasting more than 70% of the state's population, which of the Hawaiian islands is the heaviest populated? Most populated is probably a better way of putting that. Oh, uh... That is Maui. No, unfortunately not. It's Oahu. I believe Honolulu oh. is on Oahu. Carmela. in so much trouble. Yeah, you probably will be. Carmela, <laughs> what American rock band was the musical guest on David Letterman's final late show? That would be the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters is correct. Jeff, which of these actors hasn't played a superhero in a Marvel Comics movie? Ryan Reynolds, Chris Pine, Hugh Jackman. In a Marvel movie? In a Marvel Comics movie. I did not say MCU. Okay. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, no, Ryan Reynolds famously played Deadpool. We're looking for Chris Pine, who was in the DC oh. movie Wonder Woman. The only played Chris to not be in a Marvel movie. Yes, he played <laughs> Steve I thought that Trevor. Hmm. Uh, actually, I think I need to throw that question out. I'm pausing. Leah? What? Chris Pine was in Into the, Into the Spider-Verse. Wasn't he the original Peter Parker? <clears throat> oh, the cartoon? Yeah, he was the original Peter Parker that died. I don't know. He was. Jeff, I'm disqualifying that question, and I'm giving you the next question in the lineup. 
My nerd cred has caught up with me. All right. <laughs> All right. Made with a beef patty, an egg, and beetroot, the McDonald's Kiwi Burger has only been sold in what country? Uh, if it's the Kiwi Burger, going to have to go New Zealand? New Zealand is a correct answer. All right, Carmela, who holds the record for the longest Senate speech, spending 24 hours attacking a famous civil rights bill? This has not aged well. Oh, God, which one of those people was it? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Was this Ted Cruz that did this one? Unfortunately, we're looking a little bit older. This is Strom Thurmond. Ah. The the original Ted Cruz. (laughs) The OGTC. (laughs) <laughs> all right jeff we're over to you <laughs> what country's annual film awards are called the goyas named for its celebrated native artist again a movie question um you think i would learn some stuff over the time the goyas Man, i got i don't even uh belgium the famous Belgium festival. Uh, unfortunately, you're in the right continent. We're Spain. We're looking for Spain. That makes sense. Carmela, which of these classic novels was written by a man named after Ralph Waldo Emerson? Was it The Invisible Man, The Time Machine, or No Country for Old Men? Uh, the Invisible Man. Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison is correct. All right, Jeff. Which family of birds, well-known in literary circles, has the largest brain-to-body ratio? Well, uh, well um, I'm just going to go off of your literary hint, which is really bad for me because I'm awful at lit questions, and go with Raven? Unfortunately, it's the crow. It's the crow. Well, you're moving on here. Crap. <laughs> Carmela, as a boy, Louisiana Governor Payush Jindal named himself Bobby after a character on what sitcom? Oh, um, man, I didn't think I'd be getting a Bobby Jindal question in the year 2022. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say happy days. And that's the way we became the Brady Bunch. Oh, Brady Bunch. Jeff, over to you. The retailer Burberry is known for accenting its garments with tan, black, white, and red. In what trademark pattern? If I say plaid, that seems wrong, but I'm going to go with plaid. Plaid is a correct answer. They trademarked plaid? Uh, I think the color scheme scheme is trademarked. Oh, okay. Jeez. Carmela, over to you. Established in 1954, what Rhode Island city hosts a well-known jazz music festival every summer? Um, I don't know. Uh, Provincetown. No, but how cool would that be? Yeah. Unfortunately, not a Newport's what we're looking for. Newport. Okay. <laughs> we didn't do Provincetown when we were up there, Leah, did we? We did not. Jeffrey did, I think. It's like the only city other than like the capital of Rhode Island that I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Newport's beautiful, but we're moving on. <laughs> Jeff, finish this sports trilogy of events. 
the Giro d'Italia, the Vuelta a España, and what? Uh, oh, God. Um, the Tour de France. The Tour de France is correct. Yes. Carmela, what piece of music by Beethoven determined the size of the first CD, 4.8 inches wide and big enough for 75 minutes of music? Oh, was that the Ninth Symphony? It was the Ninth Symphony. Nicely done. Yes. All right, Jeff, oh, we're back to movies for you. <laughs> In reality, who actually owned the 1964 Chevy Malibu, the sweet, wa- sweet ride that Vincent Vega drove in the film Pulp Fiction? Uh, I have no idea. Um, I'm going to go with oh man um the real problem is i can't remember the director's name right now but that's who i want to say uh and that's really bothering me so instead i'm gonna say another name that popped in my head so we can keep this moving and i think it was michael bolton's car michael bolton Bolton, no, you had the you had the right train of thought. It was director Quentin Tarantino. <sighs> Why can't I think of his name right then? <laughs> it's all right. Carmelo, we're over to you. In the nineteen sixty two movie The Manchurian Candidate, what playing card triggers Raymond's trances? Oh um an ace. Uh, no, it's actually the Queen of Diamonds, and I have mm. not seen that movie in forever. Jeff, over to you. What U.S. president played saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show? I believe that was Clinton. Bill Clinton is correct. Carmela, in the climactic prom scene for the 1976 film Carrie, the title character is doused with the blood of what farm animal? A pig's blood. Pig's blood is correct. Jeff, what Canadian city's streets saw riots after their beloved Canucks lost the 2011 Stanley Cup to the Boston Bruins? Like the one sports question I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Canucks. Where are the Canucks? They're so irrelevant. I don't even remember. <laughs> wow. Uh, Shout out to the Canuck fans. <laughs> All of our Canadian listeners who have never seen a Stanley Cup win in their lives are mad at you right now. Well, I mean, I live in Tampa Bay, so yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> let's see. We got the Montreal Canadiens. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then we've got the Canadian Canucks. Um, where are they? Uh, Van- no. Oh, yeah, Vancouver. I'm just going to say Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver is a correct answer. <laughs> Jeez, I'll get back your way into it. <laughs> no, it can't be Vancouver. I'm just gonna say it, Carmelo. We're, we are over to you. What Canadian? Nope, sorry. Which of these countries is home to the world's largest Kurdish population? Kurdish population: Turkey, Tajikistan, or Saudi Arabia? Oh, um, I'm gonna say Turkey. Turkey is a correct answer. Jeff, what country is home to the Cape Town International Airport? I would imagine that's South Africa. South Africa is correct. Carmela, nutritionists use the glycemic index 
to rank foods based on how they affect a person's what? Blood sugar. Blood sugar is correct. Jeff, actor Burt Reynolds played Division I football at what university? Uh, Burt Reynolds played Division I football at Michigan. Uh, Carmela, I think you might know this one. Do you? Oh, uh, probably Florida State. It was Florida State University. <laughs> Hence Gross. why the, they, all, they all stay in Reynolds Hall. Huh. Carmela, over to you. To avoid blinking, many women unconsciously open their mouths when applying what cosmetic? Oh, I did this earlier today when they put on their mascara. <laughs> mascara is correct. <laughs> Jeffrey, including the 2006 film The Queen, actor Michael Sheen has played has portrayed what British politician three different times? Hmm. Uh, oh. Damn it. What is his name? Oh, that's going to piss me off. Tony. His name's Tony. His last name is... Oh, man. I got nothing there. I can picture it. Tony Clark. Oh, you had the right mm. first name. Tony Blair. He played Blair. Tony Blair. Blair. I knew I knew who it was. I just couldn't think of his last name. It's all right. Carmela, over to you. Which little blue pill, when added to a va- added to vase water, makes flowers stand up straighter and last longer? Oh my god. <laughs> it's a very well worded question, and I'm pretty sure that that's Viagra. <laughs> Like your flowers stay up for more than four hours. <laughs> Call consult, a florist. Consult your florist. <laughs> I couldn't help that George O'Keefe painting was just staring at me. Oh. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. Oh, Are Jeff- we skipping that question? No, that counts. That counts. <laughs> it's Viagra. Carmela's oh, right. Okay. Jeff, back to you. <clears throat> Which American poet buried in Bennington, Vermont, has the phrase, I had a lover's quarrel with the word engraved on his tombstone? Uh, Virginia? I got no idea. A poet? I should read more things. I don't know any of these people. Um, You're kicking my ass in Learned League. Keep that in mind. Haven't been a whole lot of poet questions, now have there been? No, there have not. <laughs> yeah, not many lit questions, if you haven't noticed. Um, I don't, I don't even know. Uh, Shel Silverstein. Uh, unfortunately, not Robert Frost is what we're looking for. That would have been a good one. Yep. Carmela, over to you. Sapporo, S A P P A R O, is a major city in what Asian country? Um. Dang it. Um, I, I'm not sure. Vietnam. Uh, no, it's actually in Japan. Okay. Jeff, back to you. Portland, Maine is farther north than Portland, Oregon. True or false? Oh. Um, I think it's false. False is a correct answer. Carmela, in 79 AD, what major catastrophe resulted in the burial of the Roman cities of Pompeii and Herculaneum? 
that would be the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. That is correct. And I could swear I just pronounced Herculeum incorrectly. I made it into a freaking <laughs> element on the periodic table. Jeff, we're over to you. <laughs> Herculeum. Jeff, in 1971, surfer Tom Morey invented the lightweight foam bodyboard and named it what? Um, a boogie board? Boogie board is correct. Huh. Carmela, in the act that incited World War One, Serbian Gavrio Princip assna- assassinated Archduke Franz Ferdinand in 1914 in what city? Uh, Sarajevo. Sarajevo is correct. Jeff. In orthodontics, dental braces that are fitted behind the teeth so as not to be visible are called what? Uh, expensive. <laughs> um, I, I've never even heard of this before. Uh, let's go with um, hidden braces. Uh, not a bad guess. Uh, the answer we're looking for is lingual braces. All right, I'm going to mess this name up. Carmela, over to you. The 16th century Italian scientist Gabriel Fallupius, F-A-L-L-O-P-I-U-S, is famous for his work in what field? I'm going to say biology. Uh, no, not quite. It's anatomy. Anatomy is what we're looking for. Uh, it's, as I imagine, that's what fallopian tubes are named for. <laughs> so that's why I said biology. <laughs> Uh, not not bad, not bad. Uh, Jeff, we're going to you. In what year was the world's first nuclear power submarine, the USS, S, USS Nautilus, completed? 1944, 1954, or 1964? Hmm. That is a great question. I feel like they would be trying to hurry it up in World War II, but... Would they have been able to do that at the same time as they were trying to work on bombs? I don't know. So maybe it took longer to be able to control it. So we had 44, 54, and 64? Those are your three options. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with 54. 54 is a correct answer. Carmela, according to a George Carlin joke, what state is quote-unquote truly the garden state only if you're talking about the growing smokestacks? Um, New Jersey. New Jersey is correct. That was Carlin, not Chris. Jeff, over to you. Which of these ancient Greeks is famous for writing elements, an influential treatise on geometry? Proculus, Archimedes, or Euclid? I'm going to go with Archimedes. Uh, Unfortunately, not Euclid's what we're looking for. Sure. All right, Carmela, according to a Navy tradition, sailors become shellbacks after doing what for the first time? Oh, which which invisible line do they have to cross? I think that's when they go over the equator. Crossing the equator is correct. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, over to you. What number is the ultimate answer to life per the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams? Uh, that'd be 42. 42 is correct. Carmela, which Greenwich Village landmark did President Obama designate the first U.S. national on monument to honor the LGBTQ community? The Stonewall Inn. The Stonewall Inn is correct. Jeff, Coloma, California marks what important event in U.S. history? Um, that's it, huh? Uh, 
Coloma, California. C O L O M A. Marks what event in U.S. history? I've never even heard of that place. I'm going to go Gold Rush. Gold Rush is a correct answer. Good job. All right, Carmela, over to you. The life of Maureen Martyr, a construction worker and exotic dancer, inspired what 80s movie? Um, Flashdance. Flashdance is correct. <laughs> I had to do the, you know, you have to do that. This is not a bucket of water in front of me. Jeff, over to you. What hit 1950s song features the line, a bop, a wop, bop, a bop, a bop, bamboo? Hold on. Uh, I'm singing it in my head so as to not embarrass myself on this thing. <laughs> it's a podcast, Jeff. you got to sing out loud. Uh, <laughs> Let the music move you. I don't... Uh, I can't figure out the... It, uh, is it the twist and shout? Unfortunately not. It's Tutti Fruity. It is... Uh, see? I didn't right. know it was the title. Carmela, over to you. In the 1997 movie Boogie Nights, Heather Graham plays a young starlet known by what nickname? Oh, God. Um, Bambi. Uh, no, unfortunately, somehow I both love and hate this movie. It is Roller Girl, because she doesn't take her roller skates off. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeff, in 2009, an advisory board about which pest was implemented in New York City to combat the infestation of countless hotels and businesses. Oh. Um, New York City. I'm going to go rats. Uh, no, unfortunately, it's bed bugs. Bed bugs. Huh. Gross. All right, Carmela, over to you. What Jabberwocky author used some of the same nonsense words in his epic 1876 poem, "The Hunting of the Snark"? Uh, Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll is correct. And Jeff, we're over to you. And as time is expiring, huh? Yep, we're gonna get one more question each, Jeff. Urushiol, U-R-U-S-H-I-O-L, a toxic resin, causes the typical rashes and itchiness associated with what plant? Poison ivy? Poison ivy is correct. Carmela, your last question of the hot seat round. In the Beach Boys classic Fun, 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 the T-Bird makes what car racing event look like a Roman chariot race? Oh God! Um, uh, downhill race. Unfortunately, she makes the Indy Five Hundred look oh. like a roller chariot race now. And that brings us to the end of the hot seat portion of the game. Ooh. Leah, do you have scores? Yeah, I have uh, Jeff with twenty-four points and Carmela with twenty-eight points. Whew, it is a close game. Here's how your final round is going to go. You can wager up to the amount of points that you've accumulated thus far. You can wager them in any way, shape, or form you want on the next three questions, but you're going to wager them only knowing the category. This is not a gauntlet. You don't have to get all the questions right. You can wage them individually on each individual question, but you can't exceed the amount of points you have up at this up till this point right now. I am going to read you your categories, and I'm going to ask you to lock in your wagers. 
Once you have both locked in wagers, we will go question by question through this, and we will determine who is moving on to the next round. Category number one is the Patriarchy and the Titanic. Category number two is card games. Category number three is art. I'll let you all lock in your wagers while we hear a word from our sponsor. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Boozy Bracketology. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a few drinks in right now. But I had to jump on and tell you this because I am beyond excited and more than a little terrified about next month's bracket when we are going to be deciding once and for all what truly is the greatest Beatles song of all time. We've got a 68-song bracket full of tons of classic tunes, everything from one seeds like Let It Be and Hey Jude to old-school stuff like I Want to Hold Your Hand and Yesterday, as well as deeper cuts like She Said, She Said and I Am the Walrus. Who knows? Maybe it'll leave me something crazy like Revolution Number 9. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that didn't make the bracket because, of course, it didn't, but you get the idea. This is going to be epic. And in my opinion, the most important decision ever made by Boozy Bracketology by far. So make sure to tune in. And remember, if we screw this up, which, let's be honest, we probably will, here at Boozy Bracketology, our wrongness is part of our charm. All right, wagers are locked in. Question one, the category is in the Patriarchy and the Titanic. The Titanic, the most famous ship in the world, had three of these rooms that were only for men to do what? As women were not allowed to do this in public at the time. I'm going to lock in. Oh, no. Carmela's locked. Jeff, feel free to talk it out. That's uh, not good for anybody because the only thing that came to mind is really inappropriate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone should be masturbating in public, but uh, it's not appropriate for anybody. <laughs> oh, my Killing God. Chris. <laughs> but here we are. Um, you know, men can do whatever they want. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, I think. The only other thing that came to mind, and it seemed like it would be a weird thing to put in a room, would be smoking. Um, so I don't think that's the answer either. Although they didn't care about smoking indoors then. So maybe that is the answer. It's probably not. It doesn't matter either way. Uh, so we're going to go smoking. Jeff has locked in smoking. Jeff, what was your wager? Uh, I went with the zero. Yeah, <laughs> zero. All that talking for zero points. Carmela, what was your locked-in answer, and what was your wager? That's a good answer. I, if I had thought about it, I might have gone with it. I, lock, I I wagered eight points, and I said gamble. Well, mm. the room itself was used for gambling. It was used for a lot of different things, but it is actually known as the smoking room. Oh, my yeah. God. As soon as you said smoking, I'm like, damn it, that's it. <laughs> All right, Leah, uh, what are our updated scores going into question number two? Uh, we have Jeff with 24 points and Carmelo with 20 points. Still anybody's game. Question number two, your category was in card games. Uno is a version of what entertainingly titled card-shedding game that, that originated in France in the 1930s under the name Ma Ma, M-A-U-M-A-U. I'll repeat that if you need me to. What? Yes, please. Yeah. 
Uno is a version of what entertainingly titled card-shedding game that originated in France in the 1930s under the game name, under the name Ma Ma, M-A-U, M-A-U. So we're looking for the American name of that game. That's not Uno. That's not Uno. It's similar to Uno, but it's not Uno. Glad I'm not the only one. Um... I'm going to lock in. All right. Jeff's locked in. Carmella, feel free to talk it out. Oh, God. Um, I feel like I've played this game. I feel like I learned it in camp. Um, but I'm not sure if that's what I'm thinking of. I don't, I'm not sure if Rummy is a card shedding game. It's been so long since I've played spades. I don't remember the rules. Um, oh gosh, I'm. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna be moving on, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. Oh. I'm going to say spades. I, I don't feel good about it, but I, I can't think of what else it might be. All right. Carmelo's locked in with spades. Carmelo, what was your wager on that question? I wagered four points. All right. And Jeff, what is your answer and your wager? Uh, so I just went with a game that I couldn't remember how it was played, but it sounded like it was, I forget what you said, entertainingly named. Um, So I went with a game that we did on lots of... Uh, band trips back in the day and everything it was called euchre and what was your wager i went with two all right unfortunately no points given here the game we're looking for is called crazy eights oh very similar to uno but you're only playing with instead of 106 cards i think are an uno deck you're playing with a regular deck of cards gotcha all right question number three your category is in art Score update. Yes, please. Okay, we have Jeff with 22 points and Carmelo with 16 points. Still anybody's game. Here's your question in art. An alliteratively named jewelry designer is best known for her work with Tiffany's. Her father, who is also alliteratively named, is this famous cubist painter who died in the 1970s. Who is the father? Locked in. All right, Carmelo, feel free to talk out your answer. I'm overthinking it. I have an answer that I think is right. Um, he's alliteratively named and definitely was a cubist. I'm just trying to remember, did he live to the 1970s? And that would have been Picasso. Um, it's really the only one I can think of that fits at least two of the requirements. So I'm going to say Picasso. All right. And Carmelo, what was your wager? Four points. Jeff, what is your answer and your wager? Well, so this is going to be the one moment in life where my art history major friends can give me all the shit they'd like uh, because I have no idea. Um, So I went with obviously the correct answer of the girl was Coco Chanel. So I went with her father of the name that I made up, which was Carlo Chanel. uh, And that's my answer. And Jeff, what was your wager? I wagered three points on that. All right. 
The woman that is known for her work with Tiffany's, her first name is Paloma. She is Spanish. Her father is Pablo Picasso. Carmela, don't overthink it. It was that simple. (laughs) Leah, what are our scores? All right. So I have Jeff with 19 points and Carmela with 20. Oh, my skin of my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, Carmela is moving on to the Sweet 16. You did not make that easy, Jeff, by the way. (laughs) This is scared the whole time. (laughs) To be honest, I did way better than I thought I would. So, Yeah, you did really good, Jeff. Jeff, hell of a show, man. Hell of a show. Uh, you're kicking ass in Learning League, too, man. You're doing a really good job. Like, I feel dumb. Every time we're in the chat, after we all submit our answers, we're in that group chat. And I'm like, I got two. I was like, I got five, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> I also couldn't pull Pablo Picasso. So, you know, we all have our weak points. Hey, I pulled Bo- – oh, I can't say that because Carmelo may not have submitted yet. <laughs> oh, point. I'm not playing this season, so oh. you go ahead. <laughs> I pulled Belene today. I'm happy. I, t- I pulled Belene. Yeah, that's incredible. F- this is my first four, four correct answer one, so – um, neither here nor there. Carmelo, congratulations. We will see you in the next round. Jeff, my friend, we will be hearing from you even more because you're still hosting your round. And I'm I recording sure I'm recording my round tomorrow night, and my round, ladies and gentlemen, is against the father-in-law of Mr. Tim Dipple. It is me versus <laughs> Tim Dipple's father-in-law. This doesn't end well. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy what we're doing here at the Pub Trivia Experience, if you're enjoying the content, a couple things you can do to support the show. One, um, patreon.com slash ptebb. That's your exclusive home for all of our bonus content, not just for the Pub Trivia Experience, but our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology, which, by the way, in the month of June, if you're a, a trivia fan like we all are, the month of June, we are going to determine what the best TV game show of all time is. It's The episodes are all recorded, and I will promise you, it's a good time. Um, just so you know, the the stuff, the the money that goes into that, I can tell you for a fact, that money goes right back into making this, the our show sound better. They've allowed us to buy two new microphones for our, our freaking panelists, Jeff Woodhead, Stephen, um, and we're always looking and using that money towards the right things to make our stuff sound better. We do hope you've enjoyed the show. Come and join us on the Lounge Fans of Pub Trivia Experience and, ba- and Boozy Bracketology on Facebook. Find the updated bracket where you'll see Carmela Smith's name moved over into the round of the Sweet 16. But for the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. Uh, I've been Jeff. Oh, I'm Leah. And Carmela, tell us once again where they can find you. Sure. You can find the shows I'm on on any of your local podcatchers, uh, Trivial Warfare or Foreplay, uh, or any of the, the shows in the Oaks Media Group. And if you want to hear me scream into the void, uh, I am on Twitter at TWA First Lady. And that is just for the, the, the perverted minds out there like Jeff. It is F-O-U-R-P-L-A-Y. <laughs> Correct. For like the number. <laughs> so you can actually put in the number four and then play. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you soon with the next episode in the Hot Seat Tournament. Until that time, have a good one.